We are always in relationship. You have relationships to strangers that you pass by on the street. You have relationships that you see at work, your coworkers, you have your family, you have your friends. We are social beings and so relationships are so important. So when our relationships are not going well, it's likely that you're not feeling your best. And when your relationships are going well, it's likely that you'll feel better and you'll feel like things are clicking and like you're able to show up as your best and highest self. So how can we improve our relationships? And the answer is this major awareness and understanding that everybody is operating on their own script I really can't think of anything more important than waking up to your true self. I mean, once you do that, every single thing in your life changes. It's like a whole new world opens up. I used to look at my life and think, there has got to be more. There is, and this is it. I'm Paige, and this is Spiritual Twenties. Hello everybody and welcome to today's episode of Spiritual Twenties. My name is Paige and I am so grateful that you have chosen to tune in today. I am excited for this episode. I am totally winging this episode. Today is February 15th. It is the day after Valentine's Day and so there is a lot of talk and emphasis around relationships. So this episode is going to be on a major, major key, a conceptual understanding that I promise you, if you get, will dramatically improve your relationships. And even though we're feeding off this Valentine's Day energy, this really is any relationship in your life. This especially applies to the people that we really care about. The people that we feel comfortable with, the people that we're close to, are going to be the people that are likely to trigger us the most, are likely to upset us the most, right? Like how upset a stranger can make you is very different from how upset a parent, a sibling, a boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife can make you, best friend. These close relationships are so beautiful and so great and they are also often the source of our greatest struggles and pains and so this understanding that I'm going to break down for you guys in this episode is something that changed my outlook on all relationships so much so that it changed the outcome of the relationships just by understanding this perspective. I always say that awareness is at least 80% of the struggle of whatever it is that you're trying to overcome, anything that you're trying to grow in in your life. Awareness is such a huge piece of that. This is one of those amazing, amazing areas where awareness is even more of the work because just being aware of this thing diffuses so much of the trigger and the upset and all of the nastiness that follows when we get into tiffs with especially people that we love and care about. So what am I talking about? What is this magical thing? 
The idea that we're breaking down today is that we are all operating on our own scripts. We've had a lot of guests lately talk about how we have been programmed since we were little kids. We have had a lot of guests talk about that inner child, that early development. Usually it's up to age 7 and then also up to age 14. We are really heavily encoding ourselves. We're taking in our environment and our brain is becoming the machine that it is based on those surroundings. So, you know, we've talked about how we can pinpoint some of the patterns and behaviors that we have and trace them back to those early childhood moments and say, oh yeah, that makes sense. When I was little, my mom left me. So now I have this pattern that people leave me and I often get in relationships where I am left or I feel abandoned and so there's a pattern. That is all speaking to programming. The script, as I like to call it, that our mind is running on. We all have them, and a lot of them we're not conscious of. So that makes this especially difficult to wrap our heads around because we can only be conscious of, meaning we can only really know and understand so much. I'll try to give some good examples in this episode since it's really a more conceptual episode as opposed to a more how-to. This is really breaking down an understanding, so I'll try to give some examples. So, I know that I have as part of my script that my boyfriend should open doors for me. Not every single time, but as a general rule, they should open doors for me. I have a script that says that my boyfriend should say hello, say good morning in the morning, and make sure they say goodnight before they go to bed. That's a script that I have, and I know that I have it. So there's part of our script that we know about, and then there's part of the scripts that we don't know about. And so one of the major benefits of listening to this episode of coming to this kind of an understanding is that you're going to unlock more awareness around yourself, around why you do what you do, which is so invaluable to know why you do what you do, to start to really peek back behind the curtain and see what's motivating your actions because once you know, then you can decide if that's working for you or not. So we're all operating off of scripts. We have scripts from all of the things that we've taken in from the time we were literally in the womb, especially when we were small children. And then, of course, beyond that, we have experiences that code themselves in our minds and that becomes our beliefs and our thoughts and our patterns. And we're acting off of this all of the time. 95% of what we do is coming from the subconscious. That is an astonishing number. That means that most of the time, we're just going to go through our day and operate on our programming without ever stopping to think, is this working for me? Am I really happy? Do I love my life? Am I loving how this is going? Do I feel fulfilled? We don't stop to ask that because for most of us, that's not part of our programming. We're just operating off of old scripts. So what does this have to do with relationships? Well, when we run into trouble in relationships is when my script is not matching up with how someone is behaving. I'll break this down. So, keeping with the old examples, 
I have a story, I have a script that says that my boyfriend should text me in the morning and at night. I happen to ha keep getting myself into long-distance relationships, which we could incidentally uncover a pattern about, I'm sure. However, regardless, not the point today. The point today is that I have the script that my boyfriend should text me in the morning and at night. I don't need them to talk to me all day. I don't need to get a play-by-play -play of what they're doing. But if I'm in a long-distance relationship, I want to know that my partner is thinking about me when they wake up and that they want to say goodnight before they go to bed. I know I have this script. So I have been in a relationship before where my partner wasn't doing that. And I was getting really upset that he wasn't doing that. And so this was pre-healing, pre-awareness. And I think about how toxic that became for our relationship because I was so triggered that he wasn't doing something that I had a script that he should do. And so I would get upset and I probably wasn't handling it in the best way. I was probably coming at him in this kind of a tacky way of I need this from you or you're not doing something and you're kind of failing in this way that made him upset and made this and created this really uncomfortable problem in our relationship. What was happening all along was that I had a script that he was not living up to and so I was upset. Notice the shift there. It's my belief that he should be texting me in the morning and at night, not his. Now is as good of a time as any to drop this big bomb on you. Other people do not know your script and they have their own script that they're operating on. And sometimes, especially in the relationships with people that are very close to us, it often happens that our scripts could be in direct opposition or seemingly so. So maybe he had this script that said the first thing that he has to do in the morning is log on to work. And so when he woke up, he was laser focused to get to his computer, he worked from home, and log on to work. And so I came after that. He would always come around at some point throughout the day and say hello, but my script says he should wake up and say good morning. Both of us were triggered, meaning we were upset, I would get upset when he wouldn't text me. I would probably say something that then upset him. And then we're going and going in the vicious cycle. Can anybody relate to this? The other thing, the other way that this can show up is especially for women, we get this bad rap, but we kind of deserve it because we definitely do it, is the thing of where we say that we're fine, but we're definitely not fine. I don't know if any of you can relate to this. I personally know that if I'm being radically honest, in the times that I said I was fine, where I knew I was not fine, I also knew that I was not hiding the fact that I knew that I wasn't fine. So everything in my body and everything in my energy was saying, I am not fine, you done fucked up. But my words were saying, I'm fine. And this is a, a situation that happens a lot with people that we care about, with people that we're close to, when there is a clash of the scripts. 
someone will say, especially the women, sorry ladies, will say, I'm fine, but you're clearly not fine. And so then that also contributes to a spiral. And just these icky, uncomfortable, all the way to toxic relationships. And by coming into this awareness and understanding this concept, you can really start to shift this for yourself. The biggest part of the work here is understanding that truly everybody has a reason for why they're doing what they're doing, even if it's unconscious to them or to you. Since most of us are operating on the subconscious plane where we're just following the scripts of what our brains have programmed us to be because of all of the things we've taken in in our lives, we're all doing what we're doing because of something. So I want you to start by just thinking about this for yourself. And again, we've had some great episodes lately of other experts talking us through this, of how we can become aware of our own patterns and why we do what we do. And what I want to say is that you don't have to know why every little thing exists or where it comes from. It's just really important to know that we all have this programming and we're all operating off of it. So if you really understand that, then you can have this greater sense of compassion. Then you can have this greater sense of understanding. And the other thing that this gives you is a seat back. It allows you to look at the situation with a better perspective. Because when we're stuck in it, when I was just mad because my boyfriend wasn't texting me first thing in the morning, I was setting myself up for failure because I was so triggered and upset in that moment and I was just stuck in that feeling of being triggered and being upset because that's where everything was stemming from, me being upset and triggered and stuck in that feeling of being upset and triggered and like he is wrong and I am right. There's not a good chance that the rest of that exchange goes well. Whenever I bring it up, whatever happens, whether I say I'm fine when I'm actually not fine or whatever, however way it plays out, isn't probably going to go well. So this first piece is just recognizing in the moment of something happened that made me upset. And in this case, we're talking about something that someone else did that you think made you upset. And the very first thing that I invite you to realize here is that it's really less about the fact that that person upset you. They did something that directly upset you. It's actually that they did something that did not line up with how you thought they should be. What you thought they should say. They did something that didn't align with your script. So keeping with this example, it's not that my ex not texting me in the morning, he was upsetting me. It was that I had a belief that he needed to text me in the morning and he didn't do that. So that he was falling short of my belief and my script. I hope that that difference really resonates with you guys because it's a big difference. There's a big difference between Paige made me upset and Paige did something that wasn't how I wanted her to be. What that is, is radical self-responsibility. It's radically taking control of the fact that 
You are the only one that can control how you feel. You are the only one that can determine your feelings, your inner state, and your outcomes. So if someone else is doing something, it's not that they're doing it that's upsetting you. It's that they're doing something that isn't aligned with what you thought or how you wanted them to be or what you wanted them to say or whatever. And here's the point where I should probably shout out to anybody who's having this loop running through their minds. Well, hey Paige, what about the fact that like some things are objectively not okay and some things are subjectively not okay? Like that's just not okay with me. Yes. Yes and. That is all part of it. And you are allowed to set whatever boundary you want. So guess what? I actually have a boyfriend now who doesn't live in the same state as me, who knows that I like to hear from him in the morning and at night, and he's happy to do that. So that's something that I that was important to me, that I asked for, and that I'm getting. And of course, people are not allowed to abuse you, to speak to you in a way that's demeaning, to call you names. That is absolutely not allowed. And you are allowed to put up a boundary with that. And in fact, I highly encourage you to. And to, of course, if the situation is abusive, to step out of it. Even in that case, it's so, so important to be able to acknowledge this first. If my boyfriend is constantly calling me names, like putting me down, just insults and, you know, you're stupid, you're a bitch, you're a loser, you're an idiot, whatever, these names. And again, this isn't just with romantic relationships. I'm not telling you that, oh, it's all good now because we just realized that we're operating on our own scripts. No, there is going to be action to follow through with that because that isn't okay. But first... It's so important to be able to take this step back because once you have this new perspective, then you'll be able to start the conversation and move through the situation in a way that is so much better and cleaner for everybody than if you are just acting in the moment of, well, fuck you, you're not allowed to say that to me. That's what the kind of reaction comes from when we're upset and when we're triggered And so if we can first say, like, hey, all right, ouch, first of all, if it's something like that. I recognize, though, that this person is operating off of their own script and understanding. And there is a reason why they're behaving why they're behaving. Maybe it's coming from a deep trauma pattern. Maybe it's coming from something that they witnessed growing up. Either way, it's not okay, but I can recognize and have compassion for and understand that they're operating off of their own script and there's a reason why they're behaving this way. And then I also acknowledge that my script says that absolutely no one will be calling me names like that and that's not okay. And I recognize that my script comes from somewhere and that there's a reason I believe this way and that It's all just part of the human experience and it doesn't have to be that somebody's right or wrong. It's just what works for you. It does not work for me in my script for people to call me names so I have that boundary with people in my life and that's part of the script that I've consciously chosen to keep. When you do that, you're giving yourself perspective. You're giving yourself a seat back. So it's not that Paige hurt me. Feel how personal and intense that sounds. It's that 
what they did didn't line up with how I believe and want people to act and how I want to be treated. It's actions and beliefs against each other, not the actual person. And that gives you this amazing, amazing perspective and seat back from there. Once you've had a breath and you say, all right, I can understand, which of course is hard to do, by the way. It's hard to give yourself a breath and come to this understanding in the moments that we're upset. But if you can do that, if you can understand that everyone is acting on their own script, including you, and that when you're triggered, it means that the scripts are clashing, then you can choose to decide if that's something you want to set a boundary around, if that's a relationship that you want to leave, if that is something that isn't working for you, and you can then communicate it in this fluid, easeful, more grounded and wholesome way, as opposed to, fuck you, you can't talk to me like that. It's a really big difference. The last key I want to leave you with here is that Oftentimes, what this does is it eliminates the fight or the conversation or whatever in the first place. I cannot tell you how many times I would have said something, I would have picked a fight, or I would have done the thing of like, I'm fine when I'm clearly not fine, that I haven't done now because of this awareness, because of this understanding. I have literally avoided hundreds of arguments. I have avoided tons of discomfort and pain and upsetness within myself because oftentimes it actually isn't even something that you decide that you want to address. When you can stop yourself in the moment of action, in the moment of a trigger, so somebody does something that upsets you, best friend, parent, sibling, boyfriend, girlfriend, spouse, whatever, when somebody does something that upsets you, when you can take a breath and stop and say, what is it about this that's upsetting? And figure out that, okay, I have a script that says that people should behave in this certain way and this person isn't behaving in that way. So apparently we have a script that's not aligning because whether they otherwise agree with you or not, Maybe they do know that something's not okay, but in that moment, their script was saying do the thing, and you know because they did it. In that moment, their script was reading something to them that they were doing that isn't in alignment with what you wanted them to do and what you thought that people should do or whatever belief it is that you have about the subject. You can take a seat back and Honestly, most of the time, what this does for me is I realize that I don't even need to say anything because I just understand. And it's not our job to fix everybody else. It's not our job to make other people subscribe to our scripts. So the problem diffuses itself upon this awareness. The thing that would have been a problem that I would have said oh, I can't believe they did that, blah, 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 maybe gone and gossiped, done this and that, just isn't a thing because I just understand that, oh, I had this belief that says this, and maybe that's unreasonable. And so it's totally okay that our scripts didn't line up. 
I'll give this example that I actually gave. It's funny. I was thinking about what conversation I was going to give today on the podcast, and I did the same live stream around this time last year. And I gave this example of my boyfriend at the time went on a skiing trip on Valentine's Day weekend. And so I, of course, had a script that said I was planning on spending Valentine's Day with my boyfriend, obviously. And I think that's a script that a lot of us would have. If you're in a relationship, you're probably planning on spending Valentine's Day with that person. I had a script that was saying that. He has a script that was saying that he loves to ski and he didn't get a chance to go skiing that much last season. And he had been wanting to go and he had been busy and the weather wasn't great. And this was the first weekend that it was going to be great conditions for skiing and that all of his friends were available and that the house was available. And so everything just clicked that they could go skiing that weekend. That's what his script and his programming was saying. That had nothing to do with how important I was. It wasn't a commentary on our relationship or that he was trying to hurt me. What I realized in that moment was that we just are running different scripts right now. And I could have chosen to done the thing of like, yeah, I guess that's fine, but like it's actually not fine. And I could have chosen to do the thing of picking a fight or saying, no, you can't go. I could have gone that route. But instead, genuinely, when I realized what was going on, that it wasn't that he loved me any less. It wasn't that he didn't like me. It wasn't that he wanted to hurt me. It was simply that His script did not say that he needed to be with me to celebrate Valentine's Day on the actual day. So realizing that, I ended up just saying, awesome, okay, that's no problem. Of course we can celebrate next weekend, no big deal. And it was never a problem because it didn't need to be. Even though so much of our scripts are subconscious, we're so attached to them and we get so protective over them and we feel the need to defend them and fight for them. So the second that somebody does something that is off script, especially when it falls into the category of you have a script of things that people can't do. So you have a script of how you want people to behave and then you also have a script of how they absolutely cannot behave. So right, maybe with that example of somebody name calling me, like that's definitely not something that I'm allowing. That's on my no-no script. So especially when somebody does something that's on the no-no script, when they're acting off script in that way, it's going to be super triggering in that moment. The second they go off script, your ego, the little voice in your head, is going to want to jump into action and say, hey, that's not okay. And that's when we get into fights and that's when we get into toxic, not good communication and problems and strains in relationships and strains on ourselves and none of that feels good because we're so attached to these scripts. And so taking the seat back, having this awareness, the reason why I'm belaboring this in an episode that I'm sure I could explain this concept quickly but I think that it needs to be belabored because again, it's not as much of a how-to as an understanding. When you really deeply understand that everybody is operating off of their own scripts and that 
it is likely then, since other people don't know your script and you don't know theirs, it's likely that the scripts are going to clash. You automatically are giving yourself this, huh, seat back, where you can then move forward and decide if that's a boundary that you need to communicate or not. Maybe it's just okay. And like I said, most of the time I found that I actually just decide that it's all right. A lot of the times, as hard as it is to admit, I realize that my script isn't exactly being reasonable right now. So probably last example I'll give you here. I recently had the feeling that I was feeling left out of my boyfriend's life. I was feeling like he wasn't letting me in on some of the things that were going on and of course that made me feel upset. I want to be involved, I want to be supportive, I want to be totally in there and I wasn't feeling that. And so instead of immediately jabbing at him or immediately going into the place of I'm gonna just put on the front that I'm not okay until he notices and asks me if I'm okay and then I'll unveil all my shit. Instead of doing that, I have this awareness that we're all operating on scripts and I looked at mine and I thought, what is it about this that's upsetting me? What would he have needed to do to make me feel better, to not make me feel this way? What was the action that I was even looking for? And the answer would have been that I feel like he needs to tell me about every little thing in his life, like be really checking in with me and telling me about all the things that are going on. And once I thought about that, I was like, wait a second, I don't like that script. That script doesn't work for me. That's not what I really want. My soul, my true self doesn't need a play-by-play about his life. I know that. So that script isn't serving me. There's no fight that needs to be had. There's no communication. There's no boundary. I just realized that, in fact, my own script was faulty. It wasn't serving me. So that's why most of the time, having this awareness is going to just get you out of whatever uncomfortable situation you would have had because you're going to realize that your script is pretty faulty and it's probably not serving you in a lot of ways. So I know that I want somebody who is in their divine masculine, in their king energy, and that does not mean that he needs to report back to me on every little thing that he's thinking about doing and that he's feeling. I don't need that from him. I know that. But I was still running a script that said otherwise. So because I was able to drop in on that and take a deep breath and examine that in myself first... I heard that script, I read that script, and I decided that's not working for me. I don't want a script that says that. I don't want a boyfriend that feels like he has to check in with me every two seconds or tell me every little thing that's going on in his life. So problem solved in that moment of awareness. Okay, I'm going to tie a little bow on this for you guys. I know that I just threw a lot at you, and again, a lot of the times I like to give you an easy how-to guide, you know, step one, step two, step three, but this idea really comes down to awareness and understanding and really deeply getting this concept. We are always in relationship. You have relationships to strangers that you pass by on the street, you have relationships that you see at work, your coworkers, you have your family, you have your friends. We are social beings, and so relationships are so important. 
So when our relationships are not going well, it's likely that you're not feeling your best. And when your relationships are going well, it's likely that you'll feel better and you'll feel like things are clicking and like you're able to show up as your best and highest self. So how can we improve our relationships? And the answer is this major awareness and understanding that everybody is operating on their own script. Most of the script, we don't even know ourselves. Certainly, since we can't even really know what the script is saying at any time until we see how we're behaving, definitely other people can't see that. And they're operating on their own script, which is different from yours, probably very different from yours. So what happens in relationship, especially the ones with the people that we're closest to, these scripts clash and we have conflict. It's not that Paige is hurting me. It's that Paige is doing something that's not lining up with how I wanted her to be, with how my script says she should be, with how my belief says that she should act and what she should say and what she's allowed to do. It's not that Paige is hurting me. It's that her actions aren't aligning with my script and my beliefs. Right there, that gives you perspective. That gives you the seat back. So it's less personal and less intense and less pushy and like you have to defend yourself and like you're being personally attacked because you're not. Even with something like name calling, it's a script of how someone else thinks that they should behave in that moment versus how you think they should behave in that moment. So right away you get the seat back and you get this perspective. And then what so often happens is that you realize that actually you don't even have to be that upset about that. Maybe you don't have to be upset at all. Maybe you realize that it has nothing to do with them. It's actually just that my script wasn't working for me. I had a script that was saying that their action was bad, but when I thought about it, I decided that their action really wasn't bad at all. So it's all good. We're totally fine. The other side of that, of course, is you have the awareness, you get the perspective, you take a seat back, you have compassion, and you understand that even if you disagree with it, you know that they're operating the way they are for a reason. Then you can decide what conversation needs to be had, what boundaries need to be set, if that relationship needs to end, or if you can grow together going forward. And that conversation is going to be drastically different than it would be if you just acted in the moment of the trigger, acted out of that upsetness and out of that they are hurting me, they are doing something to upset me, is going to produce a conversation and a conflict that's going to be hard. And all conflict is hard, but you can greatly, greatly improve it by taking the seat back, having this perspective, then deciding, okay, yeah, this seems to be a pattern. If their script is saying that they can treat me this way and my script is saying no and I am standing by that, that doesn't feel good for me to be treated this way, then I can approach them with this place of understanding and from this perspective and say, hey, here's what's going on within me. I have this belief and this thing that you do crosses that boundary and you can go from there. 
And that's very, very different than F you, you suck, you always do this, all of these negative words that just lead to bad, toxic communication. Again, all of this applies to every relationship in your life, even acquaintances, co-workers. I cannot emphasize enough how life-changing it is to be able to stop and interject on yourself and have this awareness that everybody is doing the best that they can operating off of their script conscious or subconscious even if you think they know better in that moment their script says go they're going and your script is also telling you something whether you're aware of it or not and that's why you're doing what you're doing that's how you're showing up So when we can check in with these scripts, then we are empowered to do something different. I promise you, if you get this, this will reduce so much conflict in your life. Like I said, it has reduced the amount of altercations that I have and conflicts tremendously. And even more so than that, it has dramatically reduced my own feelings of upsetness and my own feelings of just being triggered and feeling like other people are hurting me because I just realized that it's not personal. I hope this lands. As always, please let me know if you have any questions, if this is something that you are looking for more support on. Of course, it's something that I work on with my one-on-one clients and my mentorship program is open right now. So you can go ahead and connect with me on Instagram at page.oxley or on my website, pageoxley.com to learn more about that. And just to let me know how these episodes are landing, if you have any questions about this awareness, about our scripts, about anything that we talked about today. I love, love hearing from you. I love you guys. I hope that this landed. I cannot wait to hear from you and I will see you next time. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode of Spiritual 20s. My name is Paige, and I am so grateful to play even the smallest role in your journey to living a more authentic, more aligned, more wild and free life. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button, and I'll see you next time.